0: and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com
2: From the nation's capital, this is the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast with your host, Rob Snowitt.
3: This is episode 211 of the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast. This episode is what happens when Sam Looper of Looper Flies is in your neighborhood and you invite him over for Taco Wednesday. We explain that in the podcast. And he's got a custom fly order to finish up, so we come down to my office after dinner, we set up his vice, and we record the conversation while he finishes up his order while he's also doing a either Instagram or Facebook live event. In this podcast, we're going to talk about tips and techniques for tying poppers. We're going to discuss scissors, bourbon, Copic pens, and our favorite types of cheeses. So this is episode 211, featuring Sam Looper of Looper Flies. All right, we are live in the office here with Sam Looper, who just happened to be in town, dropped in for Taco Wednesday because my neighbor's whose kitchen is being reconstructed, have nowhere to eat. So I invited them over, and we did Taco Wednesday because they were busy yesterday. So Sam is tying up an order of poppers, and you want to talk about sure, what you're tying, what you're tying with, who these are for, etc. cetera. Uh,
2: sure. Uh, these are some of the double barrel poppers uh, from Flyman. I'm also live on Instagram at the moment. Uh, so if you all want to watch, check it out. For those on Instagram, I'm um, here with Rob Snow White and the fly fishing consultant, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only. We're just doing some poppers, man. Um, these are a little different from your for traditional poppers. I'm sure. I mean, they're not they're not new to the market now at this point. They've been out for a couple of years, right? Um, but they're squishy, and uh, that I guess injection process they use to make these kind of makes them a little different, and a little bit more durable. Being that they're different, painting them, like I've found, like with traditional acrylics and things, doesn't quite work because of whatever it's made of versus the uh, the dremeled or the the traditional popper bodies that have, like, uh, they made them on a lathe, right? Right, balsa? Right? Well, no, the foam ones. Okay. Like rainies and things, those are all made on a lathe. Right, I closed
3: think. cell foam? Yeah,
2: yeah, and then they just machine them down to the shape they want.
3: This uh, is an injection. It's right, like a mold. right, 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 right. It's like a, like
2: traditional lure making even. Uh, you got a shape, you pump the plastic in it. It's a soft plastic. It's almost that kind of, I'm thinking that's the way to do it. I really don't know. Um, but uh, I don't know, they're cool. They have eye sockets. Any reason you're tying on white heads? sounds um, kind of gross. It's easier <laughs> to paint. These um, I've got to do a chartreuse and white. I've got to do a yellow and white, and then I have to do the mullet, which is like a gray, and then an orange
3: face. Mullet the fish, not the hairdo.
2: <clears throat> Man, we party in the front. No, in the back we party all the time. <laughs> uh, yep, the fish. I call it a mullet. It's kind of a gray,
3: and I don't know. So I learned a trick from you tonight. You. Pre-wrapped the popper shank with thread. Correct. Why'd you do that? So,
2: um because of this foam, I found that if you don't, and really any foam... Oh, I can't get this thing on here.
3: And you I noticed your point is not sticking out, so if you slip... Oh, it's going to hurt so bad. Yeah. I'm I've gone to the ER for doing that before. Have you really? Yeah, the hook point's Because you
2: buried out. it. I nah, we'll just pull it out, man. Ooh, yeah, we're tough. So, uh... Um, have no it keeps it from he... rotating. Right, that's it. All right, you asked me about the the thread, why I prep my thread with the hooks and the thread. So, um, and I actually learned this from Blaine. He was talking about glue one day and how glue, uh, specifically specific types of CA glue, like Zappagap or in this case, the Loctite, um, they will literally create a chemical weld to the metal but you need you need something for that chemical to soak up to, right?
3: There are certain glues that will dissolve foam. I mean, so it's just gl- dissolve it and glue it to itself.
2: Well, there's, there's the foam is dissolving, but I'm also finding that it's welding the thread to the hook, and the thread is also welding to the foam. Mm-hmm. All right, because the foam doesn't weld to the metal very well, but this this is gel spun, and it that's what uh, that's what adheres to the metal. Right, but it also adheres to the foam. The foam and the metal don't adhere very well. Even I've if, learned that. Right, because you right, right. So eventually you're rotating. But if you dress it, another trick, and I saw uh, Scott Lewis do this, is he will take McFly foam, like egg foam, right, and he'll put he'll wrap it in underneath this thread as an even more, uh, more sp- sponge material to soak up the glue. And really, uh, man, it's kind of indestructible because he's tying these big foam things, you know, big foam wiggle minnows and stuff that's like this. So he can't have that foam rotate. So he'll dress the whole hook with my McFly fly foam and gel spun and then put his glue over that. I've tried to do it with the Zap foam glue, mm-hmm. and it did not work,
3: which is bizarre because it's the point of this stuff is foam glue. BSI Industries, Bob Smith Industries makes a glue that does not dissolve film.
2: Okay.
3: I used to get it up here at our hobby store, which is now vacant. Hmm. The rent here is a little crazy, so mm-hmm. we're starting to get a lot of vacancies. I can imagine. A little culture shock with things up here. Is it? Traffic was fun, right? Not at all. I had
2: to go twelve miles, and it took forty minutes. I sat for four minutes at a light. Yeah, four minutes. I I I had enough time <laughs> that I could go through Instagram until I got back to what I'd looked at about an hour before.
3: <laughs> I was like, oh, I already saw it. yeah, this. the only reason I ever leave here at rush hour is to go to beer tie, or it if... was awful. Yeah, there's no other reason. I don't really drive anywhere in the afternoons here.
2: All right, I got a. Ton... All right, so Hankley and <clears throat> Pat Kelly fishing. Uh, talked about gel spoon. Hinkley says because the gel spoon is propy- pro- polypropylene based, and yeah, that's kind of what I was saying about earlier with the plastics and melting. And then somebody else said uh, chemical. I believe it's in a certain certain, I guess, glues that creates a weld. Yeah, so that's Same what Blaine. Companies. That's what Blaine was saying. Was like it welds. It's a it's a plastic weld because once. Whatever chemical reacts with this stuff as it dries and reacts with oxygen in the air, that's the that's the what's making it adhere or weld. So, what's whatever. the next step once you get all these heads lined up? We are gonna spray paint them with the uh, with Copic, my airbrush stuff. Um, I have uh, I just use the Copic gun. I I've got a compressor I use because it's cheaper than. buying the canned air um I can go through the canned air pretty quick I know they say it's not much but I mean if you if you take an an entire white foam body and you need that to be a new color you can use up some air um but that little guy was like a 60 bucks at Amazon and then I bought the tube and the quick release kit for it so maybe under 100 for the compressor and then uh it's yeah it's just done start doing some
3: parking lot tattoos next
2: yeah you know um loopers ink looper ink (laughs) yep somebody else said they use ultra chanel same idea and some other some other sponge to soak up the glue and just kind of make it a little bit more heavy i mean eventually you're going to defeat If you put too much, obviously, if it gets you would defeat that weld because you're just
3: you don't want anything that's going to soak up water too and like exactly sinking it down.
2: Yep, and I mean, these things are made to be eaten by another creature, they're not going to last forever, they're going to last a long time, but they're not going to last forever. That's all. They might if you don't fish. Nine to five flies. Hey, how's it going? What's
3: up? How much super glue do you go through? Uh, a lot. This is fresh. Can you get those in
2: bulk? Uh hairline carries it. Loctite.
3: Yeah. Yep. Sorry
2: this is uh kinda tedious, so
3: Let's like see if the uh, scuds are woken up.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob's got some scuds here in his tank, man. That's creepy. Menorah <laughs> <laughs> City, North Carolina, man. You guys can get dumped on tomorrow, right? Maybe the day after.
3: I was expecting we were going to be having a storm right now up here. I did this? too, man. It's I'll be honest. Slope.
2: Yeah, it's not going to be here till like Friday or
3: Saturday up here the last thing we need is more rain yeah oh no don't go anywhere
2: get on there dude sometimes I just what's miss. your
3: time frame before like loose sets
2: uh let's go like depends on how much I mess with it if I just leave it like that um you know a minute or so 30 seconds but once I start manipulating it and like stirring it up, get that oxygen to it. it. just feel
3: like MacGyver with Dude, the water down. Dude, I mean, all, this is,
2: all this is dry already on my finger. It, it doesn't take long. But I like the gel because it doesn't drip.
3: So if there's a bank robbery locally tonight and there's no fingerprints,
2: it wasn't me. Okay. High Point, North Carolina. Not looking forward to it. Y'all gonna get wet. Virginia Beach might dodge it. I am in Virginia at the moment at Rob Snow White's dungeon. His grave. What it calls his red room? Is it Fifty
3: Shades of Rob? Slides Time office. <laughs> Podcast headquarters. That's right. And there's a rule about no barefoot in here or no socks really only. there's so many random hooks in this I carpet I bet I found a barbless black size 10 hook today
2: oh man my uh my floor is a um fake hardwood you okay. gotta get one of these tie wheels you like yeah you drop things I just have two like tables attic. like you've got but they're big I've got one here and I have one that goes this way I need to repaint this one white I'm repainting it with glue right now that's fine <laughs> I can't wait to get these things painted. We're close. I'm about to employ you to put these things together so I can start painting.
3: And the odd thing is, it's for a local guy. Yeah, is it? Is he local? Yeah. It's from my hometown. Is he really? Yeah. He's from up here. Do you know him? I, saw, I was like, ask his brother's name's Gordon. Let's see if he's on here.
2: Hang on. Conk flies or something like that. I can't remember what he goes by. I'm sorry, man. His last
3: name's Wagner.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's listening, Conch Fire 4, that's his name. Ask if Gordon's his brother. Hey, William, is Gordon your brother if you're still watching? There's only ten people watching. I don't know if he's actually one of them.
3: I don't know how many Wagners there are from Rustin. You yeah, he like, is not watching right, right now.
2: He is not currently viewing. That's okay. But yeah, he was looking earlier. So. I can't believe he's local.
3: He's cheating. Oh, they're so great. The The squigglies. You've caught so many large bass on these this year. Yeah. These were from Michael's Craft Store. (laughs) I bought 30 of them. 30
2: of them. Years
3: ago. I've never seen them again. They were a dollar, I bet.
2: Cheating. I like to fish with worms. What I also like about the gel is after... mash it onto the hook I can twist it around a little bit and get it and then it just sets because it's not it's not squishy. Hey guys wait on the driftless hey everybody I keep picking up my scissors out of habit as soon as I put a hook in I pick my scissors up.
3: Do you need any hackles? Um what you got? The crease are mine let me see this thing
2: let me see this thing
3: these were a gift to me so they really, really
2: from that dude how about that no from a friend oh man you
3: can go through it later
2: yeah there's I will go ginger. through that for sure
3: there's there was a whole bird in here for a while really yeah uh, I think these are just a gingers yeah decree. the creek
2: oh nice that's cool
3: what do you use them for, dries and nymphs and stuff, or what? I uh, I don't tie dries, actually. I, mean, I, don't, I don't really trout fish. I do, yeah. you do urban warm, warm water, just large bass stuff. Really?
2: And everything's blowing out right now.
3: Yeah, it's pretty bad. We've had more than 40 inches
2: of rain this year. So that's what some girl at this training was saying, man. She said that their normal Virginia rainfall average was like 45 and they've had 48 <clears throat> 48 for the year
3: yeah that was by august that's crazy it's been usually we get maybe one to two floods above six feet
2: mm-hmm.
3: we just crested at little falls yesterday at 11 feet for probably the seventh or eighth time this year
2: wow wow
3: that's loads And then you get all these flash floods and runoffs. So every time the fertilizer gets dumped on, you know, you try to fish lakes and Mm -hmm. ponds. Mm -hmm. But all the stuff just keeps washing in there. So you're getting nutrient overloads and the lakes are turning into pea soup.
2: Yeah. algae and all that, kind of like what they're having in Florida, huh? Yeah.
3: Yeah, It's been tough this year.
2: Send the rain up here, Pacific Northwest. I had a friend that was out there recently doing a bull trout
3: trip. I've never found a more aggressive fish than a bull trout. Yeah.
2: Never fished for him. Are they around
3: where you're from? No, I'm from here.
2: Where did you go after him?
3: Uh, Our friend lives on Lake Pondre in Idaho. And he drove me up some dirt road in the middle of nowhere. They're wild uh, huckleberries. Yeah. We almost hit a moose. There weren't even seats in his car. He had to put lead in the tank. That's how old his truck was. We were sitting on bags of cocoa mulch. (laughs) And they dropped me off at a parking lot campfire. And I was going to fish my way upstream. And they were going to park in the middle, hike upstream. And then they were going to hike downstream. And ideally, we would all meet in about two to three hours. Mm -hmm. So I ended up just catching cutthroat like every single cast on mm-hmm. little foam Chernobyl ants.
2: Yeah.
3: And the stream's maybe 10 to 15 feet wide. Right. And this is the short story. There's a whole podcast about <laughs> the full one. Uh. And we, I get to this pool and there's a, a waterfall of maybe 3 feet big plunge pool and then it's, it's 10 feet wide at the most. I'm fishing a 7 foot 5 weight and I brought one box of flies because I didn't know where I was fishing or what I was going to counter. So I've got Three Royal Wolves, three Parachute Atoms, three eggs, three of these, threes of that. And I've got three of my streamers. And I've got three Hoppers, three Chernobyl. So I drift that Chernobyl over the big hole, nothing. And then I see a nose pop up. And I was like, okay. So I put on maybe a Parachute Atoms, nothing. I switch it out. His nose pops up. And I'm probably 30, 40 feet away. Try every dry fly, nothing. I get up there, I tie on. It's the only streamer I use for trout. It's called my bacon fly. Mm-hmm. I can find one in here. And I put that on, I cast it in there, and this mouth opens up. I'm going to do this with my hands like this and chomps on the fly. And I set the hook, and. Well, I mean, Three-foot-long trout. Really? In a hole that in the Shenandoah Mountains maybe would have a 10-inch brook trout. Yeah. And this fish threw the hook, and I climbed down over this rock, and my heart's about to beat out of my chest. Mm -hmm. I checked my whole rig. I rest the fish. I go back up there, and there were maybe one or two more. I don't know. Really? I ended up hooking one, and it ended up being... This just monster bull trout. We gotta show it. And it was super aggressive. And as I went upstream, there were no more cutthroat. It was all bull trout. Oh wow. And I would throw my street that's me holding it on my thighs because I couldn't hold it up. Wow. That'll
2: work. You turn it aside, you can kind of see there it is. Good grief. That's huge.
3: So after catching that fish, I determined I don't need to fish any other streamers other than this bacon fly, which I devised to fish up on the little Juniata back in the early 2000s. And as I'd go upstream, I'd throw it in, and seven, eight, nine fish, all the 20 inches, were fighting each other. Mm,
2: Over that fly. It was
3: like throwing a steak to hungry dogs. That's fun. That's super fun. Oh, yeah, fish were aggressive. It's too bad you're not here when the water's fishable. Man, that's okay. And then we would be podcasting
2: and Instagramming. Actually, that's the last one. Cool. Now we can. Now we can color. Airbrush. Stuff. Yeah. Girl. All right. Do I need to
3: get out of your way for this? No, you're
2: fine. You're, I'm just gonna set my vise down because I don't really
3: need it. <clears throat> do I need to wear a mask for this? Nah,
2: negative, man. You need to plug up that. Uh, do you over there for me?
3: All right, it's underneath you. Cool. Here's just hand it to me. I'll just to me. unplug whichever light you prefer. Ugh. I inherited those mops. Oh, uh,
2: mops?
3: <laughs> I did not buy those. Oh, and... <laughs> <laughs> yes, those are urine sample cups. That's cool, man. No
2: judgment. You those are for light. when I Everyone do the beer tie. Be if they
3: night. don't know what the materials are all hidden in the next time we have a beer tie on the table... <laughs> <laughs> I can divide up the hooks, the beads, the feathers. Nice. They're free at the doctor's office. free. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Sure. What's that? You're ch- concerned about your teenager? Actually, hit hit it in the the open one right there. That'd be just fine. Because right. it's gonna
3: make a little noise. All right. Let's see how this <laughs> comes out in a podcast form.
2: It's not loud. Either. It's funny. Um, all right, the dude wanted yellow. Uh, I bought these
3: off eBay. little mesh?
2: Mm-hmm. Specifically for what we're doing. All
3: right, you so he wanted yellow? Make a homemade mosquito trap with that stuff. Make get a box fan, duct tape it around the outside. Turn Ready? on your fan, the box fan, uh-huh. and when the mosquitoes get close to you, they get sucked into the fan. And they're stuck. And they just, yes. up, you spray them with rubbing alcohol. Homemade mosquito trap. Alright. At Walmart, it's called Tool. T H U L E.
2: Can I get a piece of paper? Something? I'm going to spray on this. Perfect. He has six yellers. I got it. He has six yellers. And medium and six and large. Yep. So, man, you just take this mesh and, I mean, you know.
3: I wish I had seen you tie these before I taught this at the Uh, TPFRP Tie. Just about them rotating with the thread underneath. That's
2: right. You just got to put something underneath.
3: Are you concerned about that getting all over your hands?
2: Not at all. It will get all over my hands. I don't care.
3: How about that? You're not going to get arrested tonight.
2: What is it? What do you mean?
3: <laughs> Your hands were glowing. It looked like you had some
2: drugs, huh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we know about <laughs>
3: could we caught you red-handed.
2: <laughs> I used to watch CSI. That's funny. So check this out. The glue hadn't dried. And it turns red. I guess or the ink turns red. The dye. That? If the glue isn't ready, so. Whatever, but it won't hurt it. Does it fade? Uh no. It's always red for no, ever and ever.
3: Maybe that's the secret to making the fly that's so successful better. is that's that one a, red dot.
2: The red dot on the on the butt. It's a baboon popper.
3: <laughs> your fly is an estrus.
2: <clears> Outline <throat> stuff I can do in my free time, okay.
3: Watch your bourbon.
2: You mean your glass? Hmm. And it's tasty, brother. See, oh this one's screwed.
3: Am I distracting you?
2: No. I can get that off. No, I can't. That one's done. Alright, we'll not do the small ones right now. We're gonna let them dry. We'll get the big ones out. Dang. I bet I can turn that into a mullet. I'll just paint over it. Big ones. ...are in that box upstairs. I will be right back, y'all. Hold
3: on. All right. Hang on. This looks like a Star Trek weapon. All
2: right. I'm back.
3: Here's your blaster. Thanks, man. Set it for stung. <laughs> Here Do you refill these pens yourself?
2: No, I just buy new. It's just cheaper. I mean, I I just haven't tried to the refill them. I'm sure you could. I know that they make refillable the things, you know. Thanks.
3: Indeed.
0: At Midway USA, we know the AR15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history.
3: How's your first taste of dry fly bourbon? It's
2: not bad, dude. It's pretty... It's got some sweet to it.
3: For a 101?
2: Uh Uh-huh. It's good. You can't even see that hardly. The pattern. you can. Maybe a little bit. Barely, right? It's yellow. It's what he wanted. We can do it. We can do it. Mesh, you haven't gotten spray. your kids
3: into manual labor yet,
2: man. I have I like understand. offered cash money if I, you know, because and both my kids are so talented when it comes to like um, arts and crafts. Dude, my mom has got the entire second floor of their home. Your pen out? No, it's just it. It's been exposed for too long. Like it'll, it's like it gets weird, right?
3: It Coagulates. Yeah. There it goes.
2: That's the only thing about these Copic pens is they just, they don't behave like paint. Are they you know familiar with
3: Stained by Sharpie? Mm-mm. These are one of the only fabric pens you don't have to iron to make them. Oh, really? So they're great on the Ultra Suede, and you can draw pretty much anything else. I have to keep them out of my daughter's hands because she likes to color with them.
2: Uh-huh.
3: But they only come in red, orange, green, chartreuse, purple, mm. blue, black.
2: I use uh, fabric stuff, like for the, um, I use the Tulip Fabric Spray. It's an actual aerosol can. And uh, that's also how I color all my Mega Game Changers, those big SF blend mm-hmm. Flies. I color all that with the Tulip fabric uh, Fabric Paint. And it's just a dye. It's completely permanent. So once you hit it with the stuff, I mean, and you know, it doesn't take much either. It's a straight up like it's done. Like just one little spritz and it's enough paint um, to, to really color the those game changers.
3: So in your fly tying office, yeah. when people come over to your house, do they ever end up in there and ask, oh, yeah. what, oh, yeah. what is the, the weirdest thing you can show them? What
2: the heck are you doing in here? Like, what is this place? Has Lindsay not <laughs> left you yet? My wife's name is Lindsay. Yeah. No, my wife's Alana. <laughs> no, my wife's oh. name is Lindsay, and people ask me, Oh, right. Has Lindsay not left you yet? Yeah. What, what, what is going on What here? is the weirdest
3: thing you have in there? Oh, oh, the weirdest like, thing. Uh, I show them the. I've got a, a skin, coyote, skin coyote face with whiskers and eyelashes and um, everything. I guess the the pelts of
2: whatever, right? Um, I don't have anything that's. Because um, I don't use a lot of dubbing. You know, so I don't have a lot of like hair's ear or hair's mask or anything like that. Um, I don't do any pr- traditional tying, so I don't have the head of the whatever with the the golden pheasant the,
3: thing.
2: Yeah, but well, I don't even golden, go, golden pheasant something like that. It's but it's a it's a head of a ber- right dried out. Yeah. It's like head jerky. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have that.
3: Uh, the is our public bathroom when we have guests over it's is across. Yeah. So people, mm-hmm. they come downstairs looking for the bath and they inevitably mm-hmm. click on the light in here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what the hell?
2: <laughs> what is happening in here? Yeah.
3: Um,
2: my, some, the second floor of my home, there's, there's kind of two bonus rooms. There's one where like the kids watch TV. It's like the theater room or whatever. And then there's an adjacent room. That's one step up. It's and the opening is, you know, it's, Somebody clearly, whoever the previous owner was, did this. And uh, it's just a bonus room that they made for their kid, whoever this child was. It was like her doll room. And it's big. Like, it's because it's it's this room that we're in now with a queen-size bed in it and a beer fridge and then like, shelves. And then there's another room just like it on an L-shape going that way. And that's where all my desks are. And all of my, and the walls are lined with pegboard. Right. Uh, or slot board. And it's, people, <laughs> there was a time where my wife was not happy about that. <laughs> but now it's like, yeah, go upstairs, check it out.
3: You know, it's kind of neat. It's uh. Before we lived here, I used to have to tie at the kitchen table. Oh, dude, I was persona non grata. The, especially with the, um, the
2: The reason we sold our house and bought the one we're in now
3: Your old one was haunted.
2: No. Uh, We had an ice storm, and my wife's a teacher, and we had um, one bathroom in this home. And it was built in like 1949 or 51 or something. Um, Tiny, tiny little spot, right? And I had this huge (laughs) order of flies to tie. And I camped out on the kitchen table for like three days because it was an ice storm, and I couldn't go to work. She couldn't go to work. And the <laughs> between the feathers and the sparkle all over the floor and the table and the fact that my wife was brushing her teeth and my son at the time, I don't know how he, what old he was, four, five, comes walking into the bathroom and hops down and take, takes a shit right next to her and she's putting on her makeup. That was it. (laughs) That was it. We found a new house within two weeks. (laughs) Our house is on the market. We were out, you know, we're done. We were done. That that was enough. (laughs) Uh -uh. Uh-uh. She needed to put on her mascara without smelling turds. (laughs) And who can blame her? (laughs) Every time I put on my mascara, I don't want to smell turds. That my hands will be yellow for about
3: a week. People are gonna think you got jaundice. Man, people people
2: wonder. People wonder. (laughs) Oh, man. Coming with a bunch of stab marks in your fingers, and you're like, what is wrong with that kid? He's got, he's
3: poked up. All right, so for those who have not heard an interview with you before, where are you from?
2: Uh, I was born in South Carolina. And I've lived in Tennessee. Well, I've, I've lived in South Carolina and Tennessee my whole life. So as a child, I, I grew up in uh, a town called uh, Powdersville, South Carolina. And I probably lived there for two years with mom and dad. But uh, that was, you know, back in the 80s. And uh, it's just a little tiny community in South Carolina, south of Greenville. And dad worked for uh, Lance the Cracker Company. Like, your lay, but smaller. Yeah, I know little packs. Yep. We yep. can't
3: get the buffalo. <clears throat> yeah, they
2: bought by Snyder's now,
3: so they. Yeah, the buffalo cheese anymore. one. That Wegmans is no longer. I'm sending you Wegmans for bagels. Oh,
2: nice. Yeah, I'm bringing the wife bagels home from Washington. That's what's gonna happen. we okay. am gonna
3: put these right here, just to hang out. Jalapeno cheese. There's a bacon and cheese, and everything.
2: Oh, I like the everything. They right?
3: also have some nice bialys. I like. The, well, I don't know what that is. It's like a, a closed bagel with no hole, but it's filled with kind of grilled onions. Really. In the middle.
2: Okay. Yeah. That
3: sounds illegal. And the
2: smear of. Schmear. I love that
3: word. Some butter on there.
2: Because you know yeah. how to spell it, right? It's like schmaltz. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how to spell it either. Uh,
3: I think it was the last generation, or probably the first generation, where schmaltz was not on the regular menu at our houses. It was just jars of chicken fat. <laughs> My mom would just smear it or smear it Delicious. on crackers.
2: Smear. Man, these markers go out so fast. I never know which one's good to go. I think this one's it. I think this one's okay.
3: So I love when they came out with those highlighters. So you can see the side and know how much is yeah, left. Yeah, how
2: much is in it. That's so how
3: good. much of a nerd I was in college. I go through highlighters.
2: Uh, right, back to where I'm from. So I grew up in, I was born in South Carolina, and then we moved, uh, dad got a job at corporate headquarters with Lance, uh, moved up into management, so we moved to Charlotte, and he spent nine months, we spent nine months there while he trained, and then we moved to Kingsport, Tennessee, and lived there for 11 years, and when I moved back to South Carolina, that's where I went for high school, because dad had to go back to corporate headquarters in Charlotte. And we didn't want to live in North Carolina because of state income tax. South Carolina, you don't have state income. Um, yeah, no state income tax in South Carolina. So they moved back, worked in North Carolina, lived in South Carolina. Um, side note about taxes in South Carolina. I did not know this, but Dad explained this to me. So when you buy a car in South Carolina or any vehicle, boat, anything, the you pay your tax when you buy it. The following year you pay taxes again on a depreciated value of that vehicle or car or boat or whatever you bought, motor home, whatever. The following year you do it again.
3: For each depreciation?
2: The Kelly Blue Book value is what you pay taxes on every stinking year. We
3: pay what's called the car tax. You here do it in, in Colorado Virginia. too, I think. It's the, crazy. The governor ninety five he ran on abolishing the car tax, John, John or Gilmore Jim Gilmore. Mm-hmm. He was going to abolish the car tax, and he got elected. And I still paid every year. <clears throat> Politicians, but yeah, I couldn't believe that Dad was explaining it to me.
2: I had no idea. Because in Tennessee, you don't do that. You pay your taxes once, you're done. That's it. Thanks for paying. Here's your product, whatever it is that you've bought. Now you pay a wheel tax in the county you live in, and a um, some sort of tax on like the exhaust or whatever. I think you pay
3: that. We have to do emissions inspections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that.
2: Can't you refill the Copics? Yes, you can refill the Copics, sir. I choose not to. Because I just... I go... Honestly, what I do is I go to either Hobby Lobby or Michael's, and I get the coupon on my phone. That's Absolutely. 40% off one item. And I'm like, man, I need a thing of glue and a Copic marker. And you get it for instead of seven something it's four something which is what wholesale prices are anyway on these suckers and
3: just, we have more across the street it's rather convenient
2: yeah dude I just I just buy the marker man it's just
3: just whatever yes you can refill them I don't use them that
2: much though you know what I mean like I'm not going through them like an artist would right I'm, I'm, I've got four of these of the same color and I bet I've had all four of those pens for three years you know. And I'll just be like, oh, shoot, this one's running low. And the next time I go to Hobby i i be like, oh, yeah, I needed a chartreuse. And I'll pick up one. And that's why I have a tub full of the same colors, the same eight colors. I'm going to show up to this course tomorrow. And they'll be like, what did you do? And I'm like, Ninja Turtles, man. We were Ninja Turtles. We were pretending to be Ninja Turtles. Gangrene. Uh-huh.
3: I was we, bit we painted by a... ourselves like Ninja Turtles. I was bit by a politician. <laughs>
2: I totally rolled downtown when I got here Monday night, man, and it is empty. Washington D.C. at 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Oh yeah,
3: everyone's ghost town, dude. Yeah, certain running spots. our country is just gone. You got to go up to the, the, the party neighborhoods, Adams Morgan. Adams Morgan's not what it used to be. Mm. Those were some very Those crazy days, bars.
2: Huh? Where'd you go to school? You went to school up here, yeah? No,
3: I went down to Mary Washington okay. in Fredericksburg, okay. right on okay. the Rappahannock. Okay. But uh yeah Adams Morgan's been you know cleaned up. You got DuPont, H Street is pretty popular, U Street corridor. And my cousin's a restaurant too in DC. He does just fairly well. He's got a numerous restaurants. Best, gotcha. best pizza in the city.
2: Gotcha. We are losing people left and right. We got two
3: Y'all going to sleep?
2: Watch they're dying because I'm not showing them what I'm doing. I'm not done painting. I'll show you what I do after I paint.
3: All right. So when'd you get
2: into fly fishing? Uh, all right. The first time I ever did it, I was a kid in Kingsport, and I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, there's a local car dealer. The man has now passed away, and his son owns it. His son's my dad's age. Uh, he's in his sixties, like fifties, sixties. But uh, this guy's name was Don Hill. All right. And Don Hill owns like eight major dealerships in the Tri-Cities area. Pontiac, being you know all of them. Well, Don went to church with us, and so did his son Rick, and for whatever reason, they just loved me to death as a child. They just thought I would hung the moon. Small little, you know, Tennessee town, Southern Baptist, you know, so community was real important. And one night, Don came over and brought us some trout that he had caught out of the Holston River above Eastman, which is a big chemical plant in Kingsport. Tasty. Was he fishing at night? Nope. He was like I can see them. Nope. He was trout fishing with an 8-weight fiberglass rod because the trout below this this tailwater are enormous. Like you know, just really really large. Uh but he <laughs> He brought on this over this slab of meat basically for
3: like salmon size. Yeah. Stupid,
2: stupid, stupid size trout to eat. And my dad was like, Where did you get this? How did you do this? And the next day he had a Wright McGill, I still have it. It's a Wright McGill Eagle Claw Fiberglass eight weight.
3: And broom handle thick. <laughs> it's, it's as thick as this can right. in
2: the back, man.
3: Is it like Hershey's brown? Dude, it's with so orange wrap? yes, it's so hard to Charlie cast brown colors.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Oh, yep. But Dad had to have it, and and uh, we took it up to. Um, we had some friends that had some property on the Holston in Virginia, in Gate City in Scott County, and they actually owned this. Pro- part of the property where the river ran around it like uh, basically their property looked like a sock and the river came down it was three brothers and they were all my dad's age because it was their dad's property and he split it up among the three of them one of them had raised cows one of them was a um warden and then one of them was a health inspector and our friend was the health inspector and he had three boys and i was like in the middle of them it's two older than me and one younger and we just ran that side of the hill you know uh, i lived there 11 years so every summer we were up there every weekend and we were floating in the river and it was the warm water section so smallies we smallies and red eye or black, google eyes black and bass whatever you call them uh, rock bass all that crap uh, but that was how i got into fly fishing the first time and then i never did again until i was like 23, 24? I'd just been married. No, no. Lindsay was pregnant. Uh, So this would have been like... mm, 2006, maybe? And my buddy Adam got me back into it, who's now a guide in Winter Park in Colorado. And he was like, man, come try this out. And the local... The government, the TWRA government, (laughs) the local wildlife uh, in Tennessee have a stocking program that they do in the winter. So they stock warm water streams with trout in the winter because right it's so Right down cold. the street, they, they do that the same thing here. Cool. Put and take, I think yeah. It's called. Yeah, they want you to take it out. They, they put it in there so that you will actually take it home with you.
3: Before it just suffocates
2: in the heat. Right.
3: Well, dude,
2: some of them make it out to the we, lakes.
3: So we have springs that come into one, and a guy brought in a picture to Orvis Tyson's with a 23-inch rainbow. It's probably that was in taken the middle out of this creek. Yeah, yeah, it was in August summer. last yeah. year.
2: dude, they'll they'll take, they'll do it in the Stones River in um, Murfreesboro that runs into Percy Priest Lake, and they'll find them in the lake, which is bananas. But sure enough, I can't believe they make it that far because it's. I mean, it's not a clean lake. You know, you can't live on it. But it's like it's below a
3: major landfill. Hmm. Seasons to fish. Yeah. Mm, two chaos. Kind of mm, this one tastes like old diapers <laughs> it's like that uh, you've got kids you've played that the gross yeah, the beans bean boozled game <laughs> bean
2: boozled <laughs> yes it's so gross uh, this one. Well, I,
3: oh, I, <laughs> I I ate the bio one I was like I'm done <laughs> And the, the neighborhood earwax, kids were like
2: earwax on
3: They're either. like, I'll pay one of the kids was like, I'll pay you ten dollars. I was like, no, like twenty, I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh.
2: <laughs> so this guy I fished with, uh, I hope he sees this. His name's John Udy in East Tennessee. I don't know what this game was. Uh, but we're all right, so we're out there musky fishing and one of them hangs the bottom and he pulls it up and it's a muscle. And it's alive. Like crack it open, there's a muscle inside. I got a big dead one right here. Dude. <laughs> So they look at each other and they start like saying numbers or something, like three, seven, four, eight. And and they just and the guy says stop or something and he's close enough to the number that it's a bet. You know, either you eat it or you don't. And sure enough, man, he scooped that thing muscle. No, it was alive out of the Oak Ridge, Tennessee nuclear runoff lake. This, I don't know what the lake this is. Hang on, I got to think. Ugh. Maybe Great Falls? No. Uh Hang on.
3: So the clams in Columbus, Ohio are this no. big?
2: No, this thing was like this big. Oh. It is nasty. You don't want to eat that. Like, it's, that's filtering. Toxic. Oh, yeah, it's filtering all kinds of gross stuff. He scoops out his knife. He became an X-Man. Dude, he spent an hour later, he's like, oh, I still taste, uh. I still taste the aluminum. Ugh. <laughs> Oh,
3: so nasty. Oh, so nasty. I had a muscle in my take. We didn't last. <clears throat> Too
2: much. Is that Dr. Jones or your kid?
3: Here comes Dr. Jones. You notice he you can't really hear him? He doesn't really have any toenails.
2: <laughs> Does he not? Why
3: not? With the blizzards we had a couple oh, uh-uh. it was a while ago. Either the salt on the roads. For the chemicals, or it was the freezing. And they kind of just slowly rotted and fell off. Gross. We can't hear him. He's got... Mubbins. <laughs> yeah, maybe three. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we need to put a jingle
3: bell on his... Oh, his collar makes too much noise at night when he walks yeah. up and down the stairs. Yeah, I can't
2: stand that. Dude, we had an old dog. Uh, she just went blind kind of out of nowhere, right? She'd run into stuff and hit her head hard on the wall a lot. And uh, then she would just bark. Four in the morning, two in the morning. She'd just get up and start. She was a beagle. God bless the dog. She's sweet as pie. When it was time to go, it was like, that's enough.
3: This her, neighborhood her loves dog. the beagles.
2: I love beagles. I'm a fan. I am a fan of the beagles. I'm going to grab a cerveza. Do you want one? I would love one. I'm a parched, sir. I'm going to talk all kinds of goodness on this podcast cheers everybody I like the bourbon tonight's uh, podcast was brought to you by Dry Fly Stray Bourbon 101 aged 3 years product of Washington State
3: my wife is going to see this I was expecting Making Manhattans With that In the uh, What do they call Duvenet glasses
2: mm-hmm.
3: You were a bartender At one point Yeah um, Amateur bartender I worked at this restaurant In Fredericksburg Virginia If it was daytime There were three employees The chef No sorry Daytime was myself And the chef
2: mm-hmm.
3: I was Everything in front of the house I got you so bartender... I had to learn a bar. My first day, someone asked for Tanqueray and Tonic, and I didn't know what it was. And then mm-hmm. my first Sunday, someone asked for a Mimosa, and I didn't know what it was. This is before you Googled. could look it up on Couldn't your phone. Google. There was no book. No Googling. And I went back to the... I was pretty sure Mimosa was orange juice and champagne. Mm-hmm. It is, right? But I didn't know if it was 50... So I was trying to ask, oh, yeah. like, do you like it right. more champagne, or do you like a little more orange juice? And I went back to ask the... Chef, and she told me to piss off. She's recovering alcoholic, and she didn't want to talk about it. Oh, my God. I was like, okay. So I had to figure out all the stuff on my own. Uh, the first drink I learned how to make was an old-fashioned, do Yeah. Um,
2: I drank an old-fashioned because
3: I saw uh, Don Draper do it. Okay, what's the movie? There's a 1960s movie. It's uh, mm-hmm. something, something, something world. There's oh, a it's a mad, 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 mad world. world. Like, hey, why don't you go face with small old fashions mm. when they're flying the airplane? Mm.
2: <sighs> yes, sir. Man, how many people do you think will see
3: this thing? I'm not sure. So I just buy them in green. Really? Yeah. The problem is when you hook a tree, or I should say a client hooks a tree. Sir? Mm. Sir? Down in front. <laughs> <laughs> what was i just saying before i, I, I... Yeah. old-fashioned yep okay so everything i did i was bartender server bus boy cash register i did everything including going around with like a little dustpan and cleaning off tables yep it had 12 seats everything came in fresh from a farm that day it wow. was all cooked and he, the owner was a former executive chef at the pentagon Oh, wow. For, like, the generals.
2: How about that?
3: They said they'd give me any recipe I wanted but the chicken stock. And everything was made fresh. We got chickens in, fresh chicken pot pie every day. There was a quiche of the day. It was fantastic. Everything was full butter. There was no low-calorie, anything. (laughs) Dad told me to go eat
2: at um, the old steak and seafood. In Fredericksburg. In Fredericksburg. He said, "You need to go there yep. if you're in town." That place has been go... for a long time. Yeah, he said, "Go get the bone-in uh, prime rib," and he said
3: it hangs off the plate. Too bad you're not down there in April. Oh yeah, is shad run? Is it nuts? something like this?
2: Yeah. Oh, I remember, dude, when we were selling. You were selling shad flies yeah. like crazy, oh, man. Oh my
3: god, this year is so messed up because of all the weird. The rain, the rain, rain? yes, yeah. has not stopped. If I knew I had accidentally planted butternut squash in my backyard, I would have torn it up a long time ago. Did
2: you plant butternut squash?
3: I am mowing around this monstrous plant. <laughs> I'm ready. If we lose power because somehow the hurricane comes up here, we're gonna be eating butternut squash for <laughs> weeks.
2: Oh, the butternut squash!
3: And you had some of the jalapeno, candied jalapenos. They I were made?
2: delicious. They were de- taco night on a Wednesday. It's a right, thing,
3: that's, man. That's what I ate every night before Taco I met my wife. Taco
2: Tuesday. But we had a, a
3: sink that overlooked the TV. So Ultimate Bachelor move: you just, you know, why need a plate. You can just make a burrito and eat over. Hmm. We make it on the cutting board and Perfect. eat over the sink.
2: That's me. Um, I, I feel like I'm talking about how much I piss off my wife, and I don't. She doesn't hate me, so I don't want to say that. But... My wife can't stand fish and talk. Eat, ah, oh, yeah, that's a peeve. That's a peeve. Uh, but eating, um, f- f- like drippy fruit, like a peach, orange, pear. The
3: sound of it. And over the sink is that's grounds for murder. What you know? People eat oranges in the shower so they don't get all sticky. <laughs> Do they, that's they a really? Whole that's thing.
2: you, isn't it? No. Oranges in the shower. My oranges
3: are for old fashions. That's oranges in the shower. There should be. I have a shacuzzi upstairs. shakuli. It's a jacuzzi s- that sticks on the wall of your bathroom.
2: There is something to be said about a shower beer. Yes. There is something like it's been a long time since I've had a shower beer.
3: So the shikuli solves that. Free plug from them. This is velcroed on. So there's a suction cup. That's sick. That's ridiculous. Yeah, the Shakuli.
2: All right, we need to put it on my Amazon. wish list. Yep. Put it on the wish
3: list. What is this? Somehow I clicked on foam drink can holders. Mm-hmm. Wormholes.
2: I love the internet. It's right. getting lost. <clears throat> I got lost four times in uh, this training class I was in today. Woot.com. You ever check that out?
3: They used to sell all the electronic stuff. They
2: sell everything now.
3: Boot, it was a it deal was a day. A off.
2: Yeah, it was a deal a day originally. Now it's just like deals for crap that you don't really need. It was all made in China, but man, Woot used to be a great time waster for me.
3: That was when the Roomba first came out, and they had a huge sale. I, like, what I, is this? I
2: have one of those. I have an eight eighty.
3: There was a and it
2: is magical.
3: Her name is Fifi. Video on Reddit today, of one with the knife attached to it, <laughs> and he was sending it under the couch because he heard something. <laughs> Phoebe. You just see this head <laughs> inch chest blade, and it's going under the couch. Uh, <laughs> so when did you so you got into fly fishing? When did you get into Tyne?
2: Man, not long after.
3: Uh you
2: know, to save money.
3: <laughs> As they all say. Uh-huh. Yeah, As I, you see my this is how I buy my bee chains. By the case. By the by the Hundred foot, foot spool. bee chain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Two sizes. <laughs> but look at that. I've actually gone through one of these. Yeah, you know. How many flies do you think that is? A thousand? No. All right. So if it's 100 feet. If I'm tying, co- commercially tying shad flies, uh, yeah, these, I might, you know, 300 of these a day. Wow. And That's a lot. My dude. neighbors, before they moved to Tampa, their kids would sit here and with, cut them with for the you. flyers. Yeah. You, I've learned you, awesome. you do it inside a Ziploc bag because they take a ping, ping, ping. Yeah, yeah. You just do it inside a Ziploc bag? That's good. The kids with small hands you can get in a Ziploc bag and <laughs> put up in child labor.
2: Yep. I keep I keep asking my kids, come on, man, come on. You need to come. Eat. Listen, I'm telling you, in high school, you do not have to work at Publix or Chick-fil-A or any of these places that you talk about working Subway. None of it. Just come upstairs. You don't even have to drive anywhere. You have Publix where you are? Yeah, we got Publix.
3: I've heard about their subs. Let me tell you about their subs. That's good stuff. You,
2: can you see my face through this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> do you see the look? We in my have something eye called topics?
3: Taylor Gourmet, but that's a restaurant, not a no, grocery dude. store. I've heard so their the sandwiches are pretty the, up there.
2: The favorite they they do a Cuban that's very good, but my favorite is the uh, at Thanksgiving they do a a uh, carved turkey uh, with a cranberry orange relish. In the sandwich. And then it's also some sort of cheese. I think it's a. a, a so what's the one that starts with a G? Gouda.
3: Gouda. It's smoked Actually, Gouda. Howdah.
2: Is it howdah?
3: Shut up. Howda. How, uh, if I only had one cheese to eat for the rest of my life, it'd be howdah. I was a cheesemonger. Okay. For, for several years. Okay. You could have so many types of that cheese. From soft, like melty yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. like aged dry. parmesan yeah, that you yeah, don't yeah, have dry. to refrigerate. You can get it with truffle gouda is about but you can get wasabi gouda. You can get Whiskey gouda, whiskey gouda roasted garlic gouda, So... onion gouda. This it's uh, like the shrimps with uh forced I... <laughs> <laughs>
2: mama mama said um, you can do, uh, so, smoke Gouda. Get you some fresh, you. Get you some smoke Gouda. Um, we have some friends that made these sandwiches they called. We have nobody watching right now. For the record, we have scared everybody off with the cheese talk. It was stupid. I'm out. <laughs> You're missing out on cheese. I can go on about cheese for <laughs> My, hours. Man, I married a Wisconsinite. So, like, the first time so I, I had cheese curds... Cheese. The first time I had cheese curds, I, f- I kind of freaked out. It's, it felt like Windex in my teeth.
3: Yeah, it's it's a the texture. Sque- but when we squeaky. had Portuguese poutine in You're Montreal. Get,
2: don't curse at me. It was... Don't curse at me.
3: Gosh. So, if you've got a choice of the last meal before you get electrocuted, that might be it.
2: Um, the... smoked gouda that you can take... <clears throat> And you put a little spray in a pan, right? And you just drop the gouda in, and you can fry it like bacon. Okay, as soon so it as comes in the
3: ring, uh-huh. circular cut.
2: Correct. Cause cause that the brown skin. Skin. Yeah, That's it. Yeah, that's, yep. that's it. Uh, and then you flip it and you fry it like you would bacon, right? In, in butter, preferably. Um, it's a vegan. Uh, they call them clats. Uh, Cheese, lettuce, avocado, and uh, sandwich. Cheese, lettuce, avocado, tomato sandwich. I need that. Do with bacon. It, it's like a BLT, um, but with the smoked gouda because the smoked gouda has a bacon-y flavor. Right. Man, that sounds is like it a good. sandwich I'd get. It is super Out in Nashville, a yeah, sandwich place we have super outside good. of town. Clat. It's called a Clat. That sounds filthy. Yeah, I got the Clats.
3: <laughs> Bad case of them. Bad case of the clats. Delicious clats even. That sounds like something you know. Oh, is is Grandma bringing the clats to Passover? <laughs> <laughs> <But> klats. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm. All right, let's get these things orange. I like right. to,
3: I like to do the orange face on my Dude, mullets. You can, you're like an impressionist. That could be put up in a post-modern art museum as some kind of the piece of paper oh yeah
2: yep a guy i went to high school with i hope he watches uh his name is matthew Pinsky. his instagram handle is Dupinsky because he actually says leonardo Dupinsky. okay um very similar artwork and it's good his stuff's cool man fly fishes right on i think uh, he's a Pacific Northwest. I haven't seen him since high school, so the Instagram is like you know. There's a lot to conjecture there. We're gonna assume that he's uh, he's he's posted the trouts uh, and he's floated somewhere in Washington State. I feel like I need to like get it up here so people can see what I'm doing. Hey, here we go. Boom. Now we get the face.
3: Did you have any mentors when you started tying flies?
2: Yes. Mr. Cohen.
3: Patrick Cohen.
2: Uh, took me under the wing. And uh, kind of showed me how to pay the pay the dues, pay the taxes.
3: I noticed you're using all his scissors, green handles.
2: Man, they're dope. They're dope. Now you have a set, and you will also talk about them.
3: I um, will
2: be. And they, like I said, they're used, the ones I gave you, but... Um, I, man, there's nothing that'll cut GSP, uh, especially the 200 from Vivas. Nothing cuts it. I mean, you need to raise it, these things do.
3: I've showed you uh, the loons. You're into those, yeah? No, this stuff. The what is 12 this? Watt, 12 out Nano Silk. Who makes this? Semper Fly. Oh, yeah, that's European, right? Yeah, that stuff. I mean, that stuff will. How is it for breakage?
2: Like hanging on it and stuff. Knock yourself out.
3: and the hook. Oh,
2: yeah. That's crazy. That's GSP, dude. That's exactly what this but is Look, like. Look how just wispy that stuff is. Yeah, this is crazy thick compared to that. That's neat. Nano silk? What do they make it out of? Actual silk? I have no idea. So check this. And you use Viva's 200, right? Uh, what do I have here? Here. But see the bulk? What is that? That's 200. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's what this is. That's yep. all I use. So, so... Oh, uh, we're done. We've been going for an hour. We'll just let it go. Uh, we'll you keep got going. one of these
3: in your tying kit? Dental pick for dubbing brushes? Dab tool?
2: Yes, dental pick. No, I uh, don't have
3: that. That's pretty fantastic. That and the... No, oh, oh, you just stuck it to your finger. Fuck, <laughs> Where's the, uh, my OPST dubbing spinner. That thing is.
2: I use the, uh, the, I don't know who, who makes it. Try that. All right, Give that a spin. This thing? Yeah.
3: It's just weighted? That's it? Yep. That's quick. Well, hold on. Let it go. It'll just keep going and going and going. Yeah, it'll probably draw it straight up on it. I touched it. Wow. That's a fantastic, that changed my dubbing game.
2: The one I have is on the stick on the, and you have to spin it. It's on uh, ball bearings, right? Look at that thing. Now it's I'm a, still want to do? That's ridiculous.
3: And what you are sitting in is a collection of just randomness from all over since I was in high school.
2: Man, you've been tying a minute, right? 20 years? Oh. I
3: 25. A, I got my first vice from Grizzly at Angler's Lie, Spring Break, 94. Wow. But I had just been taking flies in my hand and just, or like just hooks, mm-hmm. like bait hooks for probably a year. Mm-hmm. And I would use either my parakeet's feathers or stuff. It was Spanish class. And people made these collages that were on the court walls. And I would take pipe cleaners and feathers and... But, I mean, you're going to look around. There's I, I'll see something in the craft store like this.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll buy stuff like this on the regular, yeah. man. Whatever. I'll be like, I'm doing something with
3: that. So I've just been buying stuff from all over the place for years. Mm-hmm. I have something. This is a... Oh, come on. This is a Hawaiian... Thing to ward off evil spirits that's been with my fly time material since i got it really it was a gift from my buddy's girlfriend in college who lived in hawaii that's
2: cool and it and you pulled feathers off of it to tie with no i never, never did actually okay cool it's a big old thing of schlopping right there
3: yeah but you gotta see by your left foot look at those white tail feathers Nope, nope, keep going. That's dog-stuffed animal <laughs> filling. Look at those. <laughs> Look at that. eBay, China. Really? White roosters. I make 12-inch-long herring flies with yeah, those. Yeah,
2: dude, that's great. This is what we do
3: in y'all. <laughs> so my bacon fly, I get the slapping wasn't good enough for me. Mm-hmm. So, I get rooster tails from China. Yeah. And this is what I use as the hackle.
2: Those are, that's schloppen, man. That's all schloppen.
3: Big cocktails. Black schloppen. Basically, big feather duster. Yeah. But just... Look at the webbing, dude. The oily iridescence to them. That's sick. Do I need to tie you one of these for you to take home? What is it? What are you going to do? My bacon fly.
2: Yes, you definitely do. Especially if you caught a big
3: fatty. It's the only streamer I'll use. We go, we go. For For sure. Trout. Flash is in front of me. Bacon flash. Everything is bacon. I do too now. I never cooked bacon till a steelhead trip a couple years ago. Over the years, in here. There's no Alright, so this fly, i are going to do that back. Do a tungsten cone. I'm going to use non-toxic. Do <clears throat> you like that vice? I love the Regal. Yeah. It is just so easy.
2: Yeah. It's just clip, clip, done.
3: It hurts though when I'm commercially tying shad flies, opening and closing that I can imagine. almost every 40 seconds
2: Yep.
3: is just painful.
2: You haven't had it break or anything, right?
3: No. I've worn it so much that I've got to put a little WD-40 on the inside of it. Yeah. Alright, so then after years I decided I need a little bit of flash because the fly is so black. So I put a pinch of this flashaboo underneath. I should probably start my thread. Hmm. So the great thing about my flies, they only take a couple seconds yeah. to dry. Yeah, it is. And when I go out to my in laws place in Colorado, I will take pretty much just a box of these. Yeah. I've got that Single much confidence. Hook. Single hook. Yeah. I tied them uh, articulated. Where I lost about. Get, a th- is this solder? Yeah.
2: Get out of here.
3: And it fits right on there, and it fits exactly on. And
2: there. it's it's heavy enough.
3: Yeah, it helps get everything down. How about that? Oh,
2: the places you'll
3: go. Got a couple hacks. Like mean, I was doing the steelhead, how to prepare for steelhead trip talked the other day at my tu chapter i said when you're going out in the morning if you got time make hard-boiled eggs if you put a freshly hot hard-boiled egg in your jacket pocket it'll stay hot for about an hour and a half you can put your paws in there and warm them up i've got a couple hacks up my sleeve that's a good one this thing is just it's big and beefy and it darts around and I suggest people fish this with a loop knot and at least three BB split shot in front of it
2: mm-hmm.
3: and this thing on a plunge pool out in Colorado was with the drop drops on. huh yeah just right in that fast water yep there's no time for using sink tips and other things
2: that was the biggest thing I noticed I was out there a couple of months uh, maybe a month ago and was fishing. Uh, we floated the Blue River. Yeah. Uh, and
3: below,
2: uh, below the Green Mountain Reservoir. Okay. Bar, uh, floated through private right. water, to the Jones Ranch, and all that crap. Oh, uh, Jurassic Park? Yeah, that's where we were. Yep. My
3: goodness. And
2: I was fishing a seven white with sink tip. You could have I,
3: hung out and drank vodka with my father. And I
2: could not get deep enough with a sink tip line. Uh, and a standard
3: streamer. Oop, I just poked the mic.
2: Mm.
3: Yeah, this thing—you hit a plunge pool, and it's—it's it's made just to sink right in there. Pop, pop, and I'm on. And podcast listeners will know that I'll take this out to Colorado, and I will fish downstream from the guides, and their nymph rigging little juju betas, yeah. size twenty twos with a size of sand grain split shot under an indicator, and they're not catching jack, and I go right behind them, and I rip What's this that? through. And they just destroy it. All she, all she that's how much confidence. I don't fish it. Well, i never caught a steelhead on it, but that's the only other type of trout I fish for. But this thing in Idaho was absolutely nuts, and I have no idea the stream name. And I was sworn to secrecy, even if I did.
2: Mm-mm. Those are the best spots. I think i go back in there and be like, what did you do last night? Look at your hand. Are you breathing okay? Are <laughs> You feel all right? <laughs> yeah. Flip flow issues, man. I don't know. I feel great
3: and at the time that I came up with this this was considered like in our fly shop that I worked at this was considered like a way huge streamer really back then a muddler was was big hmm you know like a a size 4 woolly bugger was a big fly for trout really this is and before articulation
2: yeah 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 or at least commercially articulation yeah people have been articulating since the 90s that's crazy it's the bacon fly. The bacon fly. Man, the the, the, uh, the, the turkey it.
3: tonight was cooked in bacon grease.
2: That's good, man. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise Chew, the taco. Chewy
3: sauce. Chewy's? Chewy's. It's a Tex Mex restaurant. Oh, no. We have
2: one in Murfreesboro. It's delicious. Yeah, it,
3: it's the white sauce. It's so good. It's 50 mayonnaise, 50 uh, sour cream. Mm. Hold all the cilantro. Chewy's. Dig me the chewy's.
2: I will
3: fish this, brother. So here's the thing. I didn't reach over you. No, you're. This fine. is the stencil I use for my ultra suede tails for my bass worms. Nice. I was in the craft store. It's for like and paint. Smearing. And I was like, Maybe that's it. Want it? I found this in a parking lot. I thought this was gonna be it. Do you know how hard it is to find uh, Isosceles triangular stencil? I found this at a parking lot at a petting zoo <laughs> in a ski resort town. I was like, that's my stencil. What is this? I don't know. It's part of jewelry. It's just yeah. for jewelry. So I was tying my bass worms with that as the tail. The secret is out. Go show them the other side. Go find, go find your jewelry in the parking lot. Idaho is that's, the spot. No, it Mass- massive not in Virginia. I wasn't listening. Oh.
2: Virginia. <laughs> 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 <You're> like, no, <laughs> that's not even close.
3: <laughs> that was a uh, afternoon at a water park, and that's when you realize you really don't like being in public with mm-hmm. people in you mean, you mean swimsuits. A, and... Yeah,
2: like a, a ginormous kiddie pool Yeah, everyone uses the bathroom.
3: And my fear of some things is just reinforced going on an inner tube in a completely black... Dude, I can't slide.
2: handle that. I, I can't breathe when I get in those tubes. And, and then you just like drop 10 feet, but you don't know breathe. you're doing it. I can't breathe.
3: I almost died of a heart attack on Space Mountain, in Florida,
2: a couple years ago. It's not for me. The dark? No, I don't
3: do it. What else is bizarre weird in here that
2: I can share? I'm digging the shoe rack.
3: For my reels. For the reels. Those the raw-mounted
2: shoe rack, as seen on TV.
3: There's probably not a reel in there the that's newer than let me let me get, get you guys to see this.
2: This is this is how we do reels here. We do it. There's like 40 reels over there.
3: They're all so old, but the
2: fish haven't changed. No, they haven't. That's the thing, man. You know, um, I'm gonna do a plug for Clutch for a second, and here's why. Uh, the first time I met Lee Janic was at one of the Ash is at that Asheville sure. show where I met you, and it uh, was the second time we met, and Lee. Explain something to me about their rods, and the fact that um, because they don't have the overhead of the bigger companies, like an IT department, an HR department, uh, sales team, support staff, etc., et executive staff. Keep going. You know, I just I just named it two dozen people. Right.
3: That's a lot of and money you got to pay, pay for. Pocket.
2: Right. So. And, uh, and other rods companies are fine. This is just who I've chosen to, to deal with. And I like the small companies. I like that kind of mentality. Um, but they were talking about how they're they not going to come out with a new rod every six months or every year or every season. Just to come out with a new rod. Because these other companies, at the end of the day, are really, there's only so many ways you can roll graphite.
3: There's only so many tapers you can do. It's like someone trying to sell me a uh, you know, new spoon.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so Pork. so like the spork was revolutionary, but right, right. Well, oh, there is this the fork chopstick, <laughs> <laughs> but yes. But uh, to
2: Lee's point, he was trying to say he's like, "Do we have a handful of rods that work really well?" Right. The, we don't need. What to we're com- targeting them has not changed. Correct. Like it's they cast wonderfully. You know the lines that work well with lines. This they have a goal in mind. This that's ridiculous. I need that in my life. That's a camping. That's, that what's oh, broken. Looks like no, no. there's two separate. That's a knife fork. That is also. Dude, we, that looks like hedge trimmers. We are blowing our minds.
3: Y'all are missing out.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, No one knows. We're looking at forks and. Do you do Korean food at all? Yeah. Did we just become best friends?
3: Well, Did that just happened. If you go about three miles.
2: I've read all the Korean church open. You know all the signs on the churches. I'm going right to send you Sorak
3: Garden after this. <sighs>
2: I even came through here, and I was like, there's no, no, four I'm sorry, pho not, places, and I was like, I like pho. And then I started re- seeing Korean writing, and I was like... Yishan. That is, dude,
3: bulgogi, or dosa, bibimbap, that is it, my Yishan, jam. it is, how far? 4.2 miles, 11 minutes, this time of night. Are they open? You've got to wait in line at 3 in the morning sometimes. Shut up. Yeah.
2: At a Korean place? Yeah. It's that the good? The
3: entire... Neighborhood where I used to live was all Korean. Yeah. There was a Burger King and a Wendy's. That was the only place if you wanted to get a burger. Yeah.
2: We I did have the Il- Ilmi
3: Buffet. We had the dung Day Spa. Mm. We had a fantastic Afghan kebab place, which we'll, I'll still drive to.
2: Um, so when I... Uh, previous company I worked at, we did um, a lot of installed live sound systems. like So we did big churches, big auditoriums, you know, stuff like that. And this one gig we did was in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, at a Lutheran church that was over 150 years old. Uh, new, new, new sound system. Well, the guy I worked under, the lead, I went to college with him, and he was Korean. His name was uh, J. Jin. Uh, he went by Jacob. But J. Jin Pak was his name. And... Uh, he, we would get corporate apartments. So we'd be in an apartment for 10 days straight. And we, you know, it was two guys to an apartment and then he and I would go to the Korean rest. We would try to find a local Korean grocery store. Well, in Madison, there's one. Keep talking. There's one. Well, next door, like he and he starts asking the girl working there who's clearly Korean, like, where do I go for food? Where's the restaurants? Is there one? And she's like, well, yeah, it's next door. This is all from the Korean
3: grocery store. All from the Korean grocery store. No, right?
2: this. That is. Look at this. This is freaking, uh, chen- that's uh, cactus chenille, man. Six dollars a skein. That's insane. That's all the cactus chenille you should ever need. That's great.
3: Uh, they're for making your own loofahs.
2: Loofahs? Yeah. Really?
3: How about that? Oh, yeah, we've got a lot of Korean groceries. Yes, Annadale's down the street. Cut you ever, that. That's your have you ever had Korean fried chicken? Uh
2: yes. Gee, look at that. How hard yeah. yeah you know, dude, cut this with the pat scissors
3: here. Oh uh, okay.
2: Try that out. Nah, tight.
3: Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. Butter.
2: Uh-huh. Alright, so uh back to the Madison, Wisconsin. We're we're going to the grocery store. I think my phone's gonna die. I'm actually gonna hop off here. So you got who is that that sounds like TJ Miller from Deadpool?
3: But <laughs> so next you're gonna say I look like the wet bandit from Home Alone. <laughs> TJ Miller, on, y'all. TJ Miller in the house.
2: <laughs> no way. Still to put uh, my all right, I gotta go. See you guys. Thanks, Instagram. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs>
3: TJ Miller. I just watched Deadpool two last night.
2: Oh, it's hilarious.
3: Um, Let's see if there's any two- shrimp out. Alright, so... Uh, I got shrimp in there that are th- this big. Really? They look like fleas a bit. Oh, yeah, they're so fast. <laughs> Everything else is dead. Oh, man, it's all too bad. All the caddis and stoneflies. Well, they all ended they up hatching. But then it's, it's too warm, or what? Not enough oxygen? No. And then my mosquito fish gave live birth, and they
2: all eat them all. Ew. Uh, um... My daughter insisted on getting a goldfish at the fall festival last year. And I said no. (laughs) Not just no, but hell no, because we're not going to raise a goldfish in our home. We have dogs. That's the family we are. Um, She got it anyway. I can finish this fly. She got it anyway, and... uh, we have this old frog pond that's next door to our porch, the previous owner made, and then, like, the pump.
3: Your mosquito? Fish. No, there's mosquito fish in it,
2: and they don't eat all the mosquito larvae, so that was good.
3: Right on. I love me
2: mosquito fish. And it's loaded with um, tadpoles and loaded with frogs. Absolutely loaded. Lotus lotus plants all in it and everything. Um, well,
3: it's she's like... Simple, she's, it's a simple stream of man.
2: Uh, I bet.
3: Popsicle. She's,
2: She's like, I'm, I'm going to keep it. I want to keep this fish. I want to keep the goldfish. I was like, okay, fine. But I'm not buying an aquarium, and you're going to have to put it in the pond out back. And it's probably not going to live. I just was honest. It's probably not going to live. So we did it. We put it in. It was like September. We didn't think anything about it. It's now driving. Winter. Winter came. And it that pond froze pretty solid. Like the whole thing. Because it's only like this deep, dude. It's a garden pond, you know? It's a, it's a stupid koi pond. Maybe the size of... The, your table, it's really not that big. Um, this past spring, I'm just kind of like hanging out in the back porch and I see an orange flash, and that stupid fish is still alive.
3: Yeah, they convert sugars in their body to alcohol into their blood so yeah. they don't freeze over winter. Get out of here! Yeah, man.
2: So now that goldfish is <laughs> like is about this big. He's about What's his name? Like, uh, Cheddar.
3: <laughs> You're so Wisconsin.
2: <laughs> his name is Cheddar. Um, and so uh, he's still alive, man. And it, he's gotten big enough now that he has. there's not enough oxygen in the water. He has to come up and sip air. So he's probably not going to live much longer, I'd say. He's going to get bigger, and that's probably going to be enough.
3: We got some big goldfish in the Potomac.
2: Dude, they're, it's They're like,
3: huge. like that big. <laughs> I finally found another piece of Mm maraboo to finish this off the popsicle yeah that's what Thomas catches all of his steel head on up in New York nice it's a great striper fly for down here
2: who did your uh, that's Joseph Tom Larry
3: who that? who that? new phone Joseph Joseph Tom Larry he did all these uh, trout paintings here they're all hand signed yeah Uh, when I worked at Orbis and then that's a Dave Whitlock original. Oh, wow. That's cool. Which is a print that's signed. And then there's one in my daughter's room of a bluegill. Nice. That Dave Whitlock signed for her. But out there is a rainbow trout print. that I got it all places target by a woman <laughs> named, I think, Mary, Marie Clatt K-L-A-T-T.
2: We are talking right. about Klatt's. There you go. Good.
3: good and it was rainbows, brook trout, cutthroat, and golden trout. And I had this arrogance that I couldn't hang one up if I hadn't caught it yet. And I should have just bought them all to put them in storage. Yep.
2: I can't even own it. Yeah. Not until it's tasted my steel. It took me a while to get into trout. <laughs> I used to spend all my weekends I, man, up I'll in I'll tell mountains. you, dude, I can give two rips about trout. I don't, I'm not into them. I started doing it, you know, with the whole nymph game. And about, I don't know, man, the first time I ever tried streamer fishing... First of all, I couldn't cast to save my life. Uh, we were fishing for hybrid bass. On the wipers per, on Percy Pre-Slate in November, and it's uh, when the seagulls come in to Tennessee, and the shad get pushed up on the top. The Gizzards, dude! It's, I don't know. Ugh. it's ridiculous. Gizzards, it's, it's are like disgusting. somebody's throwing grenades all around the boat. They're just blowing up like they do in the in the ocean. You know, it's just so cool. And, it's, and there's seagulls everywhere. It's kind of... it's The whole thing is true. You know, find the birds, find the fish. Right. That's how we play it, and it's fun. I need, I haven't done that in a while. I need to do that this year. Got a new boat. Dude, let's talk about the boat.
3: Yeah. I have a new boat. You haven't even seen pictures of it. But this, this is called... I'm sorry to get in the mood of the steely, so tie that today.
2: Oh, yeah. Those are fun.
3: A little pink intruder.
2: Um, so the boat is called a... Uh, Santee. They're made in Greenville, South Carolina, where I was born. Um, They have one hull model. This is us and the kids. Uh, That's my my kids over there in the corner. Yeah, there it is. It's a kind of good idea of how big it is. What are you targeting with that boat? Man, what do you want to do? So we can take it for stripers in the lake, stripers in the river. We can do carp. I've done carp mostly because I'm, I'm breaking in the motor. So I'll take it on the lake and run it, and then I'll go in the coves and fish a little bit, and then go back out and run the run the motor for an hour or so. Um, it drafts in now. Their specs say it'll draft in. I don't want to say it wrong. I want to say six inches, but dude, I've had it in two, and I wasn't in it. But it'll it'll float in nothing. The chines don't even go underwater. Like when it's, so I can tell my boat level when
3: the corannib skins mm-hmm. stack up on it. There's mm-hmm. a lot level. Oh really? I've got so many corals I mean, on can, it from lakes.
2: You can see the chines aren't even under the yeah. water,
3: dude. Like oh, all God.
2: the way to the side, they're not even under it's the very water. pretty spacious inside there too. Uh, almost five feet wide, fifty-eight
3: inches. Are you pulling that? You, you can. Doors? They have a they have a polling platform. Or perhaps. Two hundred fifty bucks for two swear lights right now. Would.
2: No, I don't want really, wood. I don't Damn want to
3: composite. It. It's too heavy. Darn
2: it. Dude, this this whole the boat weighs three hundred and fifty pounds light. You know, just Jeez. the hull. Um I can get uh, by myself and break in at half throttle. I was your
3: fingers deep. look they look dead. they look like you just got off of Everest. Yeah, dude, I'm cold. You look like Beck Weathers.
2: I think it's the Hulk. It's the Hulk coming through. The green and the black. Yep. It's the inner struggle. Um <clears throat> Back to the boat. I did uh, half throttle. I was getting twenty seven by myself, uh, which is plenty, plenty fast for a little skip like that. Yeah, here we My go. My stealth here craft
3: go. is rated forty.
2: There it is.
3: That's pretty awesome. It's uh, that's a nice you, trolling motor too. It,
2: it um, there's no bow rise. It's just on plane, like it just lifts. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, like it's on a
3: pillow. My old drift boat would was you couldn't see out the front. Oh, really? It would, it would almost went just vertical. plow. It would just plow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it would plow. That was one that got hit by the drunk driver. Mm. Just parked on the street mm. in, in Koreatown. Well, how long you had that stealth craft, hey, Dr. Jones? 20, since 2014. Uh, you don't have a motor on it, though. Nine-nine. You do? It's in the back of the okay. garage, locked up. Need, and a trolling motor. You need a jet on it. Uh, uh-oh. I would love to have a motor, but the weight taken on and off, depending on where you're fishing around here. Oh, yeah. I'm not the strongest person. Um, and my wife, sure as hell, not going to lift it up. <laughs> she's going to be like, I'm not wasting my energy <laughs> on you.
2: I'm not coming for so She does like
3: one-arm push-ups, but she's not wasting her her energy
2: lifting Dude, up. My up. wife's a beast. My wife is a beast. Uh, she can't do one-arm push-ups, but she is uh, getting her trainer's uh, certification. because She's currently a teacher and does not want to be anymore. That's why I left. Yeah. You were a teacher. Yeah, high school get, biology. Get out. Yeah, you want to talk about... Then my one? wife's a second grade teacher and... What's what my daughter's then? I can't... I can't... I don't know how much <sighs> I can say because we're on broadcast mode and all. Uh, it's it's not positive, you know. That's all. Man, teachers these days get a rough... It ain't right, man. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yep. This, this Whatever they're given today is just it's not right. I mean, at any day. Even, even when we were kids, man, the teachers didn't get a good break my wife has always said I just wanted to be a teacher from day one I love teaching I love kids and she if she comes home, man she's just miserable because she's having to do things that aren't right you know it's not in the best interest of the kid of the student and there's nothing she can do about it because that's what people above her are dictating what she has to do I mean not to turn into that I just uh, I live with a teacher and it sucks because my wife in the summer is a different person from the wife in the winter and the fall and the spring. Margarita Mom? Summer, my summer wife is my favorite. <laughs> of all my wives. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I didn't mean to get into that. It just, man, it's it sucks. That's why I love
3: teaching. It sucks, dude. It's not, it not what I signed up for. I was going to be a band director when I went to
2: school. I studied music. Oh, you got to be my neighbor. Yeah, I played Derek, trumpet. He, he's the army band director. I played. Is he really the army band director? Yeah,
3: he does, like the Rose Bowl. Wow. Inauguration. That's, that's sick. July Fourth. Wow. What up, Derek? Hey, Dirk.
2: Um, yeah, man, I've I was going to be a band director. I was gonna. I went to school. I uh, went to Furman for two years to study trumpet and music, and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm only gonna make how much a year? Uh, nah, this ain't gonna work.
3: I for teaching fishing. Now, so what? What is your favorite species to target when you get a chance to fish? You, you spend a lot of time tying. Yeah, more time. How more often tying do you get? Fish? I, I never get to fish. I never get to fish either. What, what are you going after for if you got a day off?
2: Um, man, here lately it's been carp with the boat, but before that would be stripers, striped bass. Uh, Middle Tennessee's got a couple of a couple of jewels. Uh, well, the Cumberland River, first of all, is loaded with them. And they push up into certain places at, um, in the summer because the water's colder. And they chase the bait up in there. And then they just live there in the summer. And these things can be <clears throat> 50, 60 inches long Ooh. on the big... Now, that's not every time. right? You know, you see a lot of what they call schoolies and a lot of 30s. And catching a 30 is be... still fun. Oh, I'm right? fine with a the 30. They'll beat you up, dude. I, Whenever I go... Uh, striper fishing and I I catch one I come home with bruises on my side and my abdomen from jamming the rod in trying to fight them because you got to kick their ass I can imagine it's a small place it's not a big river it's not a big area and so there's plenty of structures that they can run into and you can't let them. You can't do your two. Oh, let's let them run and wear them out. No, you have to kick their ass. See, I would have and, to update
3: my reels over there if I was doing that. Kind oh of yeah, shit. dude. Like, you,
2: like you got to have something that can handle, you know, tarpon. Yeah.
3: What well, are you getting your carp off?
2: Um, I use a fly called the Gorilla Salad. Gorilla salad. That I I created, and okay. it's so simple, man. It's a it's essentially a super bugger, but on a small scale. And I use fox instead of marabou, right? I'm going to show you a really cool fly. Keep talking. No, you're good. I use the Gamakatsu bonefish hook, um, dumbbell, tungsten bead, or eyes, or whatever. And then um, Cohen's carp dubbing, because it's got the little rubber legs in it, you know? The the tail is fox, and then um, it's got a, a grizzly marabou overwing. Well, look at all these freaking dry flies. <laughs> what is this? There's a thousand humpies in here dude.
3: Yeah, it was the ultra orbit. There's a
2: thousand white humpies in here.
3: Of, what am I looking for?
2: Uh, uh carp flies. Some sort of carp fly that's oh, tied to fox. Try to
3: beat a bugger. I, said, I
2: said super bugger. I mean this is an eBay store, dude.
3: Yeah, I probably paid seven dollars for all of that. That's crazy. Close out. So, the, these are die injected rubber poppers from back in the day. The, these were the best before Flyman came out with theirs. Oh, wow. That's I am cool. looking for... Look at that. How come they're so squishy like that? Dye-injected rubber. Those were the
2: best. Dye-injected rubber. Look at Take that. Take that one with you. Okay.
3: Dude, it's like a silicone rope. Orvis curly tail. Like, this was a big fly back in the day. This is an Orvis Matuka. I remember those. Yeah, 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 the All Alright,
2: it's not in here. That's crazy. How did they get it to taper?
3: So nobody wanted to pick up the guy's business, so he went out.
2: Oh, wow, you can squeeze stuff out of it. No, you can't. I'm making that up. The guy, what? Went out of business? Because no, nobody... wanted
3: to commercially pick him up. So he's like, all right. Fuck we're it. just kind of like died with him.
2: I want to know how they got the taper. That's wild. Dye-injected foam. Never thought I'd hear about that.
3: All right, what else before I cut off recording? What else we talk about? Man,
2: I don't know. Uh, I do want to say some uh, go get go get a Santee boat, man. Those are those are sweet.
3: Sweet boats. I just saw my bag of buggers <sighs> today. Hold on. You're good.
2: We're getting dead air. Um I'm not really a singer. So. All right,
3: hold on. So when I teach a woolly bugger class, I have like every kind in a bag. Mm-hmm. This. Orvis Travis beatabugger. That thing looks like a moth got to it. That, back in the day, was... Is that, is that silk? I mean, uh, silk st- what is it, the straw? It sw- oh,
2: my God. What do they call that? What's the legs? Um, Isn't that straw legs? No, that's rubber. i
3: my God, that thing, that, back when I used to fish the Pennsylvania on the weekends, like every Saturday.
2: <laughs> like nymphs for a trout
3: or stripping for Spice? Both. Space? Travis beat a bugger. That's fun. Oh, so simple. Beat a bugger. Never figured out who Travis was from Orbis. All right, what else are we going to talk about? Man, I'm, I'm not sure.
2: We're getting kind of low, aren't we, here?
3: Yeah. Where can people follow you online?
2: Man, always on Instagram at Looperflies, Facebook at Looperflies, the website www.looper-flies.mybigcommerce.com
3: Favorite I, Harrison Ford movie? Patriot Games. If you had a superhero power to make you a better angler, what would it be?
2: Man, I want Wolverine claws.
3: I'm sorry, dude. I want I want Wolverine
2: one. claws, dude. I'm good. I'd be like the bear, just waiting for the salmon to run upstream. Snickety snick.
3: <laughs> Best sandwich after fishing?
2: Uh, peanut butter jelly.
3: Where's your favorite place to Where's your favorite hot chicken?
2: I don't. I don't do the hot. I mean, I like it. Uh, honestly, I do the Chick Fil A spicy chicken sandwich a good bit. Hattie B's is so far away. And then the bastardization of Hattie Bees in Murfreesboro, whatever they I have, like, is, um,
3: mon- is just not a real thing. pepper like pepper salt. That's pepper I, fire. I
2: honestly haven't even had Hattie B's
3: uh, because it's too trendy for me. That's the one across from... The, from, uh, from Fly South. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Which is a killer store. Yeah, there's some
3: stuff in there. They got a cool... And place. I saw your flies at... Um, Jones. Jones Fly Company.
2: They shut down, man. Really? Sure did. It closed up about two months ago. That's why I haven't seen any updates. <laughs> yep. Talk <sighs> of the day, man. Oh, man. I would love what, to know what? what he's
3: doing now. Uh, we'll talk about it. All right. hmm. We can talk. This is really, for me. Sorry, I ruined that one. No. Do you want another white head? No, I got plenty, All right. Well, let's sign hmm. off from there.
2: Yeah. Thanks for the whiteheads. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast. For more information or to contact Rob,
1: please go to www.robsnowwhite.com.
0: will cooper and you're listening to hunt stands make your mark podcast on the waypoint podcast network stick around as i bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life
1: when you go
2: out there and the fish are where you think they are any one of these casts could be the bite it's the most exciting fishing that i know right here at hawk's cave